is the fact that there are still some very serious wildfires that are taking place in the northern part of our province and, of course, up into the Northwest Territories as well. So, you know, we've talked a lot about the evacuees and what it is that they are having to deal with and having to face and just the sheer number of people having to leave their homes, the uncertainty that comes along with that, but also the necessity to have up-to-date information. It might not necessarily be affecting you directly listening if you're someone who is in the city, but for these evacuees, having that information is vital to knowing exactly what to do, when you need to leave, what you need to have with you, and where you need to go. So having some of that information cut off because of Facebook's news ban is something that I think we really need to talk about. This was something that had been discussed when Bill C-18 was sort of being negotiated and the pushback that we were seeing from big companies like Meta and like Google saying they were going to then ban Canadian news outlets from their sites. Well, what if there's an emergency and what if there's a dire situation and we need to get this information out? This is kind of the first time that it's happening. So how is it unfolding and what do we think this might mean for the future of this ban. Our guest is Professor of Information and Media Studies and Sociology at Western University, Annabelle Kahn-Haas. Annabelle, thanks so much for making the time. Good to talk to you. Hey, Chelsea. Thanks for having me. Let's just remind people, Annabelle, you know, that this is due to Bill C-18. The overall intention was to try to encourage Meta and Google to pay for news. Can you help just kind of remind us and set the table as to how it's taken place and what it's meant for Canadian news content as a result, as of now? No, absolutely. I mean, this is long overdue, ongoing. I mean, um, you know, uh, the social media companies have been using news sources, you know, links, um, the sources themselves um, in their feeds. You know, people have been sharing them um, without really compensating, you know, the news organizations, the journalists behind the story. So um, absolutely, that's what at stake here. Like, Will there be, you know, like the bill says that, you know, the, their compensation is needed moving forward. Mm-hmm. So now I know that this is sort of a, an ongoing process where not all all Canadian news outlets are going to be banned all at once. We're still sort of determining and finding out what is being deemed as online news. So are we still able kind of in this gray area where some sites are still available on Facebook and Instagram and Google or is everything blocked at this point? Well, to be honest with you, Google is still kind of in the negotiating, like they're still sitting around the table trying to figure out a way forward. Uh, Quite the opposite can be said about Meta. So Meta has really not been willing to engage at all with the new bill. So which is, I think, really unfortunate because as we can see, you know, as you were saying in this case, this has real repercussions. So I think it is really important to realize that, you know, they're really not negotiating at all. They're just moving away and they have really already implemented uh, the algorithm, so they had been testing them over the summer, and now they have fully implemented them in a way that really news organizations, uh, Canadian news organizations, are banned. So when we talk about this situation, like the wildfires that are burning throughout Alberta and into the Northwest Territories, you know, this is sort of the situation that we were worried about, and people not having access to this really life-altering information. So what has been happening? Are people finding that they're unable to access news and information that they desperately need? Yeah, so Chelsea, I think when the bill was first introduced, I mean, um, you know, we talked about it, we, we talked about what it would mean, but, you know, for many Canadians, it was really unclear how it would, you know, how the implementation would affect us or would affect our everyday lives, because, 
you know, when we think of social media, we usually think of, you know, fun cat videos or updates of grandchildren and so on. Uh, but I think this is now the moment where we realize that social media is a lot more than just that, right? It's not just about fun updates, about sharing funny videos, but in reality, it's a critical uh, communication infrastructure that really comes into play in crisis. So like COVID-19, right? People were sharing stories. So similarly here in this case, we're really seeing that uh, the impact is there when their critical information is lacking, you know, when you can't even share a story with a friend. So, you know, and I mean story here, I mean a news update, right? About like, for example, people were saying, you know, I want to kind of communicate about what roads were safe or uh, wanted to share about, you know, um, where there were critical problems, you know, in, in, on the highways and so on. And, and people just couldn't do like a simple share, you know, with a family member or a friend. I've seen now you know, there's a big push for news organizations to try to encourage people to download their um, their apps that take them directly to their source. Is this working? Are people changing their habits and now going to these different places to gather their news and shifting away from social media? So I think that is a really good kind of long-term goal. Absolutely. I think, you know, having the apps, I love myself the apps, so I tend to use a lot of them. Um, but the reality is that this is kind of a, you know, th- those kind of new habits take a very long time to form because, you know, it's so easy to be on social media and to kind of, you know, get information serendipitously or through kind of just scrolling. I mean, a lot of us really enjoy that. You know, you're just kind of, you know, watching your news feed and then you see something interesting, you read it and you share it because you think it's relevant to other people's everyday lives as well. Or in this case, you know, a crisis, a a key communication piece. So I do think that long term, there may be new habits forming. But I think right now, you know, this is kind of like a critical moment where we're seeing that this communication infrastructure is lacking and where, you know, we have a really void of information, of really important information. Yeah, not to mention what this could potentially do to uh, to news, to news outlets and to journalism and the, the threat that's there in terms of how these are going to continue to operate if they can't push their content out where there are eyeballs waiting to see it, right? I mean, this risk and this kind of uncertain future is something that we have been speculating on and, and are pretty concerned about, right? Yeah, Chelsea, I think you've just said something really important here. And I think that, you know, Meta has really pushed kind of has, has been trying to control the narrative and they, they pushed the story that they're the good guys, right, that they help promote news stories. Um, the Canadians don't really go to Meta, to Facebook and Instagram for news about Canada. But, you know, the reality is that we're seeing in this moment that that's not the case, that um, in fact, you know, I think almost 40% of Canadians go to Facebook, um, you know, about 18% go to Facebook Messenger, uh, 10% go to uh, Instagram. So it, it is not really true that, you know, this is not an important communication infrastructure Um if it wasn't, why wouldn't they be willing, right, to pay up for the content? So um, I think, you, you know, you, you're really pointing out something important that, you know, this is an important infrastructure and that the fact that they're not really willing to kind of uh, 
support, you know, uh, critical journalism in Canada is really worrisome. Does a situation like this, the wildfires that are taking place in this province um, and elsewhere, help to sort of sway the powers that be at Meta to change their minds and really look at this with maybe a, a more critical eye that's not necessarily just based on dollar signs alone? Or do you think that it will take a, a really devastating and, and life-threatening situation that could result in fatalities that maybe gets the conversation rolling in an actual progressive way? I think it will. Um, And I mean, companies, you know, like Meta, like Google, they do care about their PR, right? They do care about what people think about them. And I think Canadians' opinions are changing very quickly because, you know, we're kind of realizing that in a critical moment, you know, where people need this information, uh, companies like Meta don't really care. So to me, this is really kind of an important moment here in the debate. And so I am hoping that, you know, they will realize that at the end of the day, you know, Canadians care about Canadian stories. They, They want their updates, they want their news, and that if, you know, as a company, they can't provide, you know, the kind of critical infrastructure, maybe people will move away uh, to other social media platforms. Annabelle, thank you so much for your perspective this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Chelsea. Of course. Anytime. Take care. Bye. That's Annabelle Kwan Haas, Professor of Information and Media Studies and Sociology at Western University, talking about Facebook's news ban, uh, well, Meta's news ban, but that obviously encompasses Facebook and Instagram, and the effect that it's having during these wildfire emergencies. And there are so many now that are happening. You know, we've talked about the unprecedented wildfire situation that's been happening here in Alberta over the course of the summer, but it's also affecting BC. Uh, Now, uh, uh, Kelowna wildfire situation looking really dire, and of course, uh, Yellowknife, the evacuation of Yellowknife and trying to protect the city from those flames is a huge priority right now.